Hello. Hi. Welcome to Two Tunes Podcast. I'm Bo. I'm Brandon. And this is Two Tunes Podcast. <laughs> we were just discussing in the heights. Because as of us recording it, it came out, yeah, it yes, came out. two days ago, yeah. three, whatever, Friday. It's so good. It is. And you got to stay through the credits. Apparently. Through all of the credits. <laughs> There's a post credit scene. Love it. Marvel didn't train you enough. <laughs> well, I was with people that wouldn't in yeah it's like a thing yeah yeah you you were in the theater i was at my house yeah and then i was like looking i was grateful well i always love going to the movies it's like one of my favorite things to do but i was grateful to see that one in the theater like it's did you see godzilla in the theater no i would have that one you need to see in the theater yeah um no but i just like movies like that um like music like seeing a show too it's like the the group experience is cool Mm -hmm. people sniffling and people laughing and people me getting a joke interacting with people two seconds before everybody else yes yeah i won't spoil but oh the other thing i wanted to mention <coughs> about that mm-hmm. is so the landlord i guess the landlord the guy who's blo- buying up all the blocks oh uh-huh it's uh what's what's the guy's name patrick or something the Pat- actor or the actor the, oh i don't know you don't know him i mean he looked kind of familiar okay so he 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 was um the green goblin in turn off the dark oh okay. and, then he, and then he was hades in hades town Oh, okay. Or he is. Uh-huh. If it comes back, I don't know. Okay. I didn't know but, that. But uh, it's, <laughs> there was a meme. So there's a scene where it his the character's name is Pike, is talking to Nina's father. Mm-hmm. I forget all these characters' name. Is it like Kevin or something? And it's more like a last name. Ro- Rosario. Rosario is the, the company. Yeah, that's his name. But I feel like at so one point... Doesn't Benny call him like Kevin or something? Maybe Kevin Rosario. Maybe. Either way. So they're talking because he's like selling the thing. Mm-hmm. And then um, Benny walks in. And then there's a meme of Benny looking down at Pike. And he's like, why is he singing songs about, or singing a song about Hey Little Songbird and building walls? Because that's in Hadestown. Okay. Because he sings a song about building a wall. Like, okay. Why do we build the wall? And gotcha. it's like, like that is all about immigration and mm. stuff gotcha that are kind of revel- relevant when well, he's, he's like the one white guy he's the one white guy and he's the bad guy kind of yeah kind well because well, he represents like the gentrification and all yeah. that stuff yeah which it's already happened yeah in the heights go watch it kids yeah sorry for all the spoilers i guess for in the heights. <laughs> sort of no because it's like but that, like story beats like, and stuff if you've not seen it at all that doesn't that's like added anyways either way it's a good musical it's a great movie musical i yeah. saw, I contend it's the best one in my lifetime i know i saw that on instagram yeah your personal instagram yeah so what do we do here at two tunes podcast uh we talk about music and musicals and minor league baseball teams <laughs> and some other stuff so yeah we bring two tunes to the table yeah and we talk about them my friend uh bonnie told me about in relation to the minor league baseball team thing. So yeah. she's from San Antonio. Mm-hmm. They have a team called the San Antonio, I think it's Chunkless. I want us to just say Spurs. No. You say Chunk. Chunkless. C-H-A-N-C-L-A-S. Let me okay. make sure that is correct. Um, that is correct. Which means flip-flops in Spanish. But the thing is, is that like, I guess it's um, something along the lines of like, when you get mad at your kids or something, you would like throw your flip-flops at them or something. Yeah, yeah that makes so sense. That's, so that's the name of the baseball team there. <laughs> is their mascot a flip-flop? Yeah, basically. <laughs> is it a slide? I don't know the difference. I'm, uh, I'm, I not, think it, I'm not into the I lingo. believe... I have shoes. I believe technically a flip-flop is a thong sandal. Okay. Because it 
goes yeah. between the toes there. Yeah. <laughs> I know what it's called a thong sandal. That yes. makes sense. Cool. Um, so this <laughs> week's theme. Yeah, we do have a theme. This we week. do have a theme. So we're bad at timing. We're really we, bad at timing. We record these ahead of time. <laughs> and then we don't. And then we do. Like, we're back to recording ahead of time again. So we yeah, didn't we'll think about, like, when out. things were coming out. And we were, and then we were like, oh, wait. It's June. It's Pride Month. We should totally feature some people that from the LGBTQIA plus, I don't know, all the things community and spotlight some folks. So, and groups. Yes. 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 Um, how you doing? I'm tired, man. I'm tired. I've been grading uh, as of we're doing this uh, AP music theory tests, which is usually great because we usually go in person and hang out. And but it's you at your home. But it's me. It's, I'm in my office at school. But yeah, still like just still you're by staring at a computer by myself. Yeah. Um, usually I have graded sight singing. Mm-hmm. which is listening to thousands of kids attempt to sing a melody they've seen for 75 seconds. <laughs> Do you think that they're going to go back to in-person? For the reading? For Yeah. yeah. It's it's called reading, but for yeah. the grading stuff, yes. Yeah. Um, they've already said that they're going to. Okay. But I think they are also going to offer an, an at-home option because they are now scanning all of the tests all the time. That will just be a thing forever. Okay. So normally, so it's like a booklet. Like if you anybody yeah. who's ever taken an AP test or any standardized test, there's like a booklet, right? Mm-hmm. And then you write your answers in the booklet for the free response ones. And then they take those, and we are usually in Kansas City for music theory, and there are 15,000 booklets, and they get passed around from room to room to room so people can grade the different questions. Okay. But this year... For the first time, they scanned all the answer sheets. Mm-hmm. So that way, obviously, we can do it from home. But they want to do that in the future, too. So like, we yeah. won't be passing around these booklets. We will only have scanned copies, whether we are at home or there doing it okay. all together. Which, in a lot of ways, is nice. I'm sure it's not nice for the people who have to do that. Oh, but, yeah, yeah. But for, it. us, it's, yeah. but for <laughs> us, it's way easier. There's also all these like cool... I'm doing um, a different question than I have done in the past. So, like I said, I usually do sight singing. Mm-hmm. This year, I'm doing one of the harmonic dictation ones. So, for those that don't know, they listen to a four-part piece, soprano, alto, tenor, bass. And, <clears throat> and that also doesn't necessarily mean it's those things. It's usually like on piano. But they have to write down the soprano which is the highest notes the bass which is the lowest notes and then also from what they hear figure out the chord progression so i'm grading those things did they get the right top notes the right bottom notes and the right chord progression so hard stuff yeah it's cool it's just a little mind-numbing because you're grading Mm -hmm. i will end up grading thousands by the time i'm done like me personally. Yeah, yeah. I so got you. you're tired. Yeah. But it's cool. How are you? I'm good. You're good. I'm tired as well. <laughs> I got a kid. Yeah. That'll do it. I don't get to sleep in though. Summer doesn't really exist. Yeah. Yeah. Let's get really quiet. Word. <laughs> so who's up so, first? Uh the, the first up is me. <laughs> and I'm gonna do my friends band. Yay. We are the union. I wanna say that like right they are my current favorite band. Cool. I love them. They're great. They're great people. 
How I'm do you... also super jealous of their of, fame and success. <laughs> I don't think they're famous, but like success, yeah. definitely. So they uh, this came out uh, two weeks ago. How do you know them? Uh, we, we toured with them. Okay. So I didn't meet them until we toured with them. Um, but they they used some of our stuff. I think, or maybe Jay used their stuff as well. It was weird. I know they used my my cab because uh, Reed has a, a what is it? It's a, a it's not a Kemper. Is it a Kemper? It's a Kemper. Sure. It, it's so Kemper is a digital guitar um, amplifier thing. Okay. I don't know what, what they call it, but it it uh it can be any amp you want. Mm-hmm. So it's di- because it's digital. Mm-hmm. Now there's the old schools like oh you got to have tubes, got to have tubes. Everything else sucks. Mm-hmm. And like this is like, I don't want to say it's the newest, but it's like the f- it's like one of the more popular ones. Okay. But there's like three companies that kind of like do different things. They they're, they're oh it's modeling. They're amp modelers. Okay. And so they recreate the sound of an amplifier okay so she had that and um it wasn't cool in my opinion because it looks like a toaster (laughs) it really looks like a toaster yeah it doesn't look like they need to put it into a a shell that looks like that's an amplifier Mm -hmm. that's not a toaster yeah so she would put it behind the amplifiers and um i think my head would be on top and it would just be like, but going through uh, my speakers, my amp cabinet. Okay. Anyways, that's like one of the dumb things. But we, we met them on tour. Okay. So I think our lead singer was friends, met them on tour. Anyways, we're friends. Cool. Kind of, sort of. <laughs> I want to say we're friends. I think if you toured together, you're friends. Yes. That doesn't really mean that, though. Like, I can't say that I'm friends with Rise Against, but I did tour with them. Okay. Like, me personally. Yeah. I think it depends on, like, the level of your band. Okay. Like, where were you in relation to Rise Against in the in the lineup? Uh, we were openers. Right. And how many bands between you? Like, two more? Uh, it depends on what day. Because it was Anti-Flag, who we are friends with. Right. I think they were, like, the headliners at oh, that okay. point. And then Rise Against was right below them, and then Against Me was below them, and okay. a band called No or None More Black, uh-huh. and then us. Okay, like reverse that. That's like yeah, yeah. the the headliners were anti-flag, but yeah. Rise Against is way more popular, and so's Against Me than anti-flag. I would say more mm-hmm. mainstream. Yeah, mainstream for sure. Um, but I think that's also because anti-flag kind of like pushes that that political boundary mm-hmm. a lot more yeah. than um rise against does mm-hmm. against me pushes it too but still has these love songs should do a whole tour of bands with against in their title or in their name yeah they I'm did i'm trying to think of more <laughs> there's not are there more <laughs> it was there was that tour and that was like right when against me uh was on fat and okay. I think Rise Against was also on Fat. This is basically like that was a Fat Records right. tour, yeah. and we were just on it because we knew Anti-Flag. That, that and we were only on like two a week, okay. two weeks. Oh, that's different. Versus like it. Well, the the We Are the Union tour, it was just like four shows. Oh, okay. So like that's not. 
it's not like when we went on tour with Suicide Machines where it was two, three months, mm-hmm. and we were like, we're tight. Right. So tight that one of our members thinks that he's going to take over when I die of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm talking about you, Rich. Also, also, Rich thinks that he's the third member of this podcast because we talk about him. Sits on the side, yeah, not talks. Um, I was just thinking when we were talking (laughs) about, I was saying about like against bands or whatever. Yeah, yeah. But anti flag, I think, is part of this. Ah, In the the, um, call them anti. Well, no, no, no. So in the um, not anti. Yeah, isn't it? I I call them anti flag. Anti flag. But you call them anti flag, and a lot of people in Canada also call them anti flag. I don't know. I think I go back and forth. Anyway. Uh, in the short music for short people compilation, yes, I'm pretty sure because I have lost the booklet and the case for this, mm-hmm. but I have the CD. I'm pretty sure in the booklet, it's anti slash anti flag, mm-hmm. black flag, yeah, yeah, yeah. white flag, yeah, yeah, yeah. Totally. and then there's a fourth one that I can't remember. I think it's four are all on the same page, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and they're in order then yeah. on the CD, which is funny. Okay, now we're gonna now we're gonna find the short music for short people compilation. Short music for short people. And I know. Which is, it's 101 tracks, I believe. It is 101 tracks. And it's funny because the last CD players, like, don't do that. Yeah. So So the the last last track is actually just one track with three tunes on it or whatever. Like 99, 100, 101. Um, And for those that don't know, this is a Fat Records compilation of 101 songs that are less than 30 seconds. I think less than a minute. Is it okay? I can't I, I remember. Can't, I can't find it. I think a lot of them are less than thirty seconds, or right around. Sarah Fisher's on there. Yeah. Um, one of my favorites is Ketchup Soup, which I think is by Teen Idols. Mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just kind of cool. There's a whole bunch that are on there, but yeah. Anyway, that just reminded me of like I can't remember who the fourth flag band would have been. Maybe it is only those three. I don't know. Anyway. Yeah. So we are the Union. We are the Union. Your friends. My favorite band of the moment. <laughs> yes. Oh, they sold out. So this record that came out a couple weeks ago. Oh, yeah. They sold out of three pressings. So I think that's like 2,000 records, which like as far as, you know, top 40 goes, whatever. Yeah. But as far as like in our world, my world. Yeah. Like that's a lot. Like that's really cool. That's awesome. Yeah. And I'm really proud of them for that. And I think it's amazing because they don't really play a lot. Mm-hmm. And it makes me super jealous because my band doesn't do anything. <laughs> Maybe we'll get back to it. Like uh, a lot of new records came out. I mean, it was record store day yesterday. Yeah, I didn't go. <laughs> so I usually go. I, um, didn't, I was lack of sleep. Anti-Flag put out a re- like their record that they put out last year. Mm-hmm. Um, put out a new version of it on transparent red vinyl. Mm. Um the bad time records which is a scott punk mm-hmm. uh, record label they put out um well they did a pre-order for uh, a split with kill lincoln and and less than jake mm-hmm. and it sold out of the first pressing like it came out yesterday and it's it's already sold out of the first pressing yeah um uh, crap i can't think of the guy's name the homeless gospel choir they put out a live record um and the there's like a couple vinyl like 300 vinyl that came with hot sauce okay that he made like uh-huh. he, he well he he didn't make it himself but he made it with his friend mm-hmm. so homeless gospel choir is derek zanetti 
and then now it's like a real band. Okay. Which I believe. Where did you go see the in the Heights at? The Midtown Cinema. Yeah, I believe that one of the members of that works there. Oh, and is the manager was the manager. Okay. I don't know. Cool. I met him once. <clears throat> um, but really cool guy. So anyways, this song is called Morbid Obsessions. Now this whole record is uh about Reed uh transitioning coming out as a woman. Uh so Reed there I'm trying to like put my thoughts mm-hmm. in order. Uh one, I asked her about like I'm I'm going to have this song. Mm-hmm. She's like, that's cool. I'm like, anything that, that you want to tell me about it? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I'm just like, God damn it. But I didn't want to like do an interview yeah. over Messenger in, in, in or Instagram Messenger. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't get anything. <laughs> okay. I also asked uh, another member. Um, Next would be there. But there is um, on Spotify, there's a, a playlist of it's like an interview and it's a song. And then it's. Oh, the, yeah. They do that sometimes. Yeah. yeah. So this album, there's that weird. Inter- well, I don't want to say weird interview. And then you can. Yeah. So it's like this. This song's about this. Mm-hmm. And tell, so you can go to Spotify and look for this. Um, and it's it's there. It's really cool. And I kind of I guess that. I, I understand the song based mm-hmm. on that, but also there's a video and the video is really cool as well. Yeah. Their videos are great. So there's a video for this where, um, Reed also made a, a, a stylistic change okay. to the way that, that she dresses mm-hmm. and hair as well. So, you know how like certain people, like, you know what they look like because of like what they wear as well like yeah. like not not like you or me uh-huh. but but like people that band, have like a particular look you mean or or like people musicians okay like oh that person wears that all the time mm. so if you've seen anti-flag mm-hmm. uh pat the drummer leather jacket probably not real leather um and a scarf okay that's what he wears mm-hmm. all the time oh and motorcycle boots gotcha all the time that's that's his outfit yeah he has an outfit you you see a picture of him. He's wearing that's that. Wolfpack similar. We talked well, about them before, but yeah, but I, I but Wolf Wolfpack. It's when they're on stage. Sure. Pat is Pat. Okay. All the time. <laughs> sure. Okay. Right. So Reed had one look, and and now has a different look. Mm-hmm. So in the video, they're like crossing the street, and she stands there in look number one mm-hmm. that I would say is past look. Mm-hmm. And then gets hit by a car. Mm-hmm. And the whole metaphor, and in the the interview thing on Spotify, um, it kind of explains that the the idea of it was from the director, who is not trans, but it's like, hey, I don't know if this is like the right thing to do, but doing is the metaphor of a zo- of zombies being trans people. Mm-hmm. Um, so that whole whole idea is built in this. So. Reed dies. Reed is reborn as a zombie, putting on new clothes, hence then new style. Mm-hmm. Um, but in zombie makeup, which is really cool mm-hmm. as well. She said she always wanted to be in a zombie. The the one text that I'm like, this is really good. I like like love this one. And then there's um Boys Will Be Girls. 
is the other song that like the video is great mm-hmm. but it's like it's her and two other people i forget exactly who she said were kind of like the the brain trust mm-hmm. of the band um but came up and and the idea and was like trying to go to a bar and then like all these zombies are like putting up their hoods so another member of the band is uh jer who is scott to network Mm. or who does scott to network so scott to network is a youtube channel that does cover songs but in a ska way or or actually they they've also done ska songs in every other genre mm-hmm. and there's one that's like then did a uh what, what's the marching band something am i or dc dci dci yeah drum corps international yeah, yeah yeah did did a drum corps version oh, of nice. like it was like the ska song and then it would be like uh, you know, like reggae version, uh, pop punk version, and then it was like DCI version. That's awesome. <laughs> because um, Jer, they were in DCI. I forget which which. Oh, that's cool. Core. Mm-hmm. He was she. Yeah, they were in. Um, I think it was the Blue Coats. Okay. I don't know. I know it was like it's a big name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's one of the big ones. So. They are a big uh, creative force as far as horns go. There's mm-hmm. also a huge, a, a really amazing trombone solo. At least I think it's amazing. Yeah. But I'm not a trombone player, so I would ask good. Curtis. Yeah. <laughs> like, is this good? I played it for him like last week. Mm-hmm. So, anyways, this is Morbid Obsessions, which is kind of like uh, transitioning from, like, this is this is her in high school. This is her. 20s and then this is her now kind of kind of let go of these morbid obsessions every thought feels like a confession she said she said she said if i get one So this is talking about being yeah. 17. And all the her is talking about Reed. But, like, ooh, I love this. The boom, ba, boom, ba, boom, ba. Yeah. And then there's right here. That he said, they said, son, you better settle down. It's, I, I like that, that lyrical quality to it where mm-hmm. she's talking about herself. She, 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 she. Somebody else. Somebody else is like, you're a boy. Right. You need to stop wearing dresses. Mm-hmm. Stop being weird. Yeah. It's like, no, no, no I'm going to be myself. Right. Yeah, I don't know if Jer played all of the horn parts, but definitely the trumpet. And I don't know who plays uh, keys as well. But when I get the record in September. Yeah. yeah, another one of the this song. It's cool. Can you pause just a second too? Like, yes. I like. There's lots of things I like about this. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I like that it starts with like what I guess is like the chorus, pre-chorusy yeah. kind of thing, and then like goes into the verses and stuff. So like kind of throws the. I don't know if that's on purpose. Like probably throwing the read the typical thing out the window and doing something different. Um, Reed is a, in my opinion, a very uh, good songwriter mm-hmm. and knows how to write songs mm-hmm. and knows what to, I'll say steal from mm-hmm. because some of the ideas were stolen in good ways mm-hmm. from all and, the best composers steal. Yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and this is also in an interview. I'm just quoting. It's not a long interview, yeah. or at least about this song. Mm-hmm. Um, was stolen from. She's uh, the interrupter. She's kerosene. Okay. So like the four on the floor mm-hmm. uh, is the main driving force behind this. I'm just stealing Reed's words yeah. <laughs> because these are exactly what she said. Yeah. Um, but I like that. But I also the with this song too. Like obviously it's specific to her and her journey and yeah. whatever. But also like. Um, with a lot of stuff like this, um, like you can take it lit- very literal mm-hmm. or it can be more broad about just like be who you want, do what you want to do. And yeah. It's cool. Like mm-hmm. we're the all main, different. We're all, you know, the main idea is what's the, what is the lyric? Um, if I have one life, I'm going to do what I want. Yes. Yeah. That, that is the, the main idea of this song. Yeah. And it's like, that's be who you are, do what you want. Like, yep. You know, don't be a dick. Probably add that in there too. <laughs> don't be a dick. Yeah. That's that's the next song that I'm gonna write. Let go of these morbid obsessions. Every thought feels like a confession. She said, she said, she said, if I get one life, gonna do what I want. If I get one life, I'm gonna do what I want. Trumbo. Slow down to halftime feel. Yeah. What are the lyrics here? Don't know. I don't know. But, um, I think that Reed mixed it as well. Okay. I, I don't know anything about the production of this, but I will when I when I get the record <laughs> in September. And I say September because that's when the third pressing that I bought <laughs> comes out. I just want to see if I can pull up the lyrics. I was just curious what they were yeah. over that bridge section. All right, I'll play it more. Which is the last chorus. love that beat as well yeah i dig it and even though it could like it's called morbid obsessions Uh it's you know there there are some real uh morbid thoughts Mm -hmm. within there uh but that it's that it's a it's a happy musically it's happy Mm -hmm. so it's that dichotomy uh just like uh 
today from Smashing Pumpkins. Like that song's about suicide, but it's like today is the greatest day. Right. It's like one or two of like the morbid obsession thing comes from like other people's perspective. Mm-hmm. Like they're so obsessed with what Reed or whoever mm-hmm. used to be, and that's dead to them. Okay. Do you know what I mean? Like they're obsessed with this thing that's essentially dead. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, I don't know. Maybe that's just me. Could be reading into the lyrical content. Yeah. Yeah, it's cool. Uh, there's there's cool stuff. Like, even at the end, like that you were saying about that beat that changed, like, that could have been a thing. That other little thing at the end. I like sometimes when bands do that and they, like, have these, like, little sections that only last, like, yeah. a couple measures or whatever. And you're like, oh, you could, that could be something else. <laughs> yep. I think the drums on this are the whole, really, the whole record. It's really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm very intrigued to go listen to more of them. It's a great, great album. And like, I didn't know about them when before we toured with them. Mm-hmm. And like, how long have they been around? Roughly. I don't know the history of this band. I need to talk to Reed about I'm just it. Google it real quick. Because I, I, I couldn't I, find those lyrics, by the way. Yeah. Um, I think they started in mid two thousands, put out a couple records, broke up, and then came back. So um, it's two thousand five. Yeah. According to Wikipedia. So broke up at some point. And I I mean, I don't know who I know it's Reed's band Mm -hmm. because Jer came in later. um, The drummer came in later, but I don't know who like the original members are because like Wikipedia doesn't say and like I can't find anything. My my very quick Wikipedia ing is 2005 and then in 2013 they broke up. Yeah. Or indefinite hiatus. Yeah, and then they came back. 2018? So the record that they put out when we toured with them, first off, it was like a Kickstarter thing. Mm-hmm. It says Jared joined, joined in 2015. I think that's when they came back, mm-hmm. is right then. And then it was either, no, it had to have been 2018. Or it's either March of 2019 or winter of 2018 is when we toured. Okay. So much has happened in life <laughs> that I can't remember things. I'm getting old. My memory is faded. Heard. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So cool. pause for station identification. Bing bong boing. You should just do the bing bong thing. Bing bong bing bong. I don't remember the hell that's I don't either. Welcome back from that wonderful bing bong bing pause bong bing bang which really doesn't sound like a pause at all because it just goes it went bing bong bing and it's like that (laughs) was a pause because we don't have sponsors yeah so my tune your tune cool this tune is called that's so gay and it's by pansy division so i found i heard of them i don't know if i heard them because of you or Uh because of somebody else okay but i heard a song by them and then i'm like ooh, i need to look that up that's hilarious yeah, by Pansy Division. Yeah, they're and great. It's, it is the one. I think it was oh. called Cocksucker Club. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so. Why are they called Pansy Division? <laughs> the lead singer, John Ginoli, I think it's a hard G or Ginoli, uh, is gay and very proud of it, as he should be. Um, but he was like a Midwestern kid and started this band. Actually, he was in like another band called The Outnumbered, which was actually fairly, fairly popular. Mm-hmm. And then, like, struck off and did his own thing and called a pansy division. 
Okay. Is that a, is that a, it's a play uh, on words, a play on, do you know what it is? Did you look it up? What? No, I didn't. Uh, but it sounds like something. What's, what's the, the, the joy division? No, that's, that's what I, oh no, that's where I get from. Uh, It's like, oh, it's like joy division. The, uh, German tank, the panzer, there was a panzer division of like the Nazi army. So it's the pansy division. So it's like a play on that. So it's taken down Nazis too, which is great. (laughs) (laughs) Any chance you get, take them down. So speaking of San Francisco. (laughs) Yes, because this band is from Pansy Division got their start in San Francisco, more or less. He, uh, John Ginoli, I think it's Ginoli, is from uh, like Chicago suburbs and stuff and like went to school out there Um, and then moved to San Francisco. I read his um, memoirs, autobiography, whatever you want to call it. It's basically like the history of um uh pansy division pretty much like it gives his history too but it's it's like the the story of the band it's called deflowered um and it's really it's a really really good book and it it gives like a lot of detailed stuff on tours like he took i think he had like diaries and journals and stuff that he wrote while he was um on the road and stuff so yeah so they got started in san francisco in like 91 and it the band is basically him um, it, mm-hmm. and it's still, I think it's still in existence uh, to some extent. Um, but he's been the only steady member the whole time. Like there's been people that have come and gone and there's one guy that was in it for a while. And, but for the most part, it was like pretty much him. So, and he originally wanted it to be, I think like an all gay member band. Um, but that was hard to do because a lot of people either weren't out or weren't comfortable with that or, mm-hmm whatever or so eventually just found people that were cool with it and and stuff you know just being in a band with a that sort of like bent on lyrics and different yep. things and stuff so yeah but the song that's so gay is from what did we decide it's from like a essentially like a compilation album of like b-sides and rarities and stuff i don't really know i think because we were looking it up before yeah it was hard to find yeah it, I, it so, said it was a comp a compilation compilation but i think it's like all different like b-sides and rarities and singles and different stuff um so yeah and it's basically about like taking that phrase like when people would call something gay or whatever and being like you shouldn't say that because that's offensive and rude and ignorant and like turning it back on people so shall we hear it yes cool and it's totally like early punk rock yeah well he for i think like I like that line. I like that line too. <laughs> and also the other side, the next yeah. verse of it. Okay, can you pause for a second? I yeah. feel like we can't talk over the lyrics because they're all no, they're so important meaningful. to it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so, it's like I can visually see this conversation happening. Yeah, totally. Um, in so I found out about this group from so they used to be on Lookout Records, mm-hmm. which was a, a pretty big punk indie whatever you want to call it. Like yeah, label Green, Green Day was on. Green Day was on it like very originally. They went. I don't know what all happened with that. Basically, I think they like defrauded a bunch of the bands. Um, yeah, like that's, that's something was great. When yeah, that happens. like something went. I'm not really sure exactly the whole thing, but I think that's kind of what happened. Is they 
they couldn't or wouldn't pay bands and stuff and whatever. But yeah, Green Day started on that label, a bunch of other bands. Um, but they had a series of compilations in the late 90s, early 2000s that they would put out. Mm-hmm. And that's I used to get a lot of music that way is go to the go to whatever I don't want to say record store, but go to the music store, mm-hmm. buy go to the punk rock section if they had one, and then buy like a bunch of compilations because I would always just find new bands and stuff that I'd never heard of. That's where I found these guys. I actually remember being in Burlington, Vermont, or technically I think Winooski, Vermont, which is right outside of Burlington, which is where my sister used to live. And I like walked to this cool, dingy music store in like the basement of this building and they had a punk rock section and i remember getting one of these compilations so that's my story about that (laughs) and that was the rest of the story Guitar solo, <laughs> which is With just like industrial noises and things. Oh no, no, no! So that that's that's playing a above either behind the nut okay. or behind the bridge. Okay. So it's the it's the strings that aren't between the nut and the bridge, right? Like the string that you normally play. Uh-huh. It's behind that. Oh, okay. I got you. Yeah, it's not hard to do. If it's on a if it's on a normal guitar, it's probably behind the nut. If it's on something like a jag uh, offset. It's probably behind the bridge. Okay. It's just a tight string. Gotcha. Sounds cool. It definitely has like that almost more metal and punk kind of meat vibe to it a little bit. Yeah, but like nothing's like super like, like this solo here is like mostly open string and then just like pressing on one note uh-huh. which is like it's awesome I heard what you said. this is my second favorite part what do you take me for breeder <laughs> Call, calling people breeders yeah because it's uh, the first verse again oh yeah, yeah, and yeah. He, you think he's just gonna repeat the what do you take me for hetero yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um my wife's best friend matt uses that term breeder yeah i don't want to say a lot because he probably doesn't yeah but he he's the guy that I attribute that to. Mm-hmm. It's like breeders. It's like it's great. The next time you say it, make sure I can't hear because you're pissing me off and you're not even queer. What did he say? He said that's okay. What did he say? He said that's okay. And if you say it again, there'll be hell to pay. I'll show you what it's like to be gay. rock oh sorry it's going on because <laughs> of the next one that's funny um yeah so i like them a lot they and they've got like legit love songs they've got funny songs and uh i want to play something and i just want to understand this 
because I don't think it's what I think it is, but it could be. It's not. Never mind. Okay. It, it, like the title is Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, mm-hmm. but then when you look at the lyrics, it's like he's in his PJs giving BJs to the DJs <laughs> nice. who play what he likes. <laughs> it's great. Yeah. And then there is. It's like Twinkle Twinkle Little Star, popular in every bar, new in town, getting getting around twink, Twinkie. Twi- yeah. Little. yeah. Oh, I'm an idiot. I, I can't read. It says it's Twinkie Twinkie. There you go. My bad. Yeah. Now you get the now I get the, the reference. lyrical reference. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I, re- I really recommend. I mean, I like them in general. Um, but I like his uh, his memoir was really good too. Especially if you want to learn a lot about like uh, being a band on the road, what that can be like in the '90s and stuff. Especially in and especially being a gay band. Like yeah. They, they ran into a lot of problems in the Midwest and the South and mm-hmm. stuff. Um, I mean, I don't even. I mean, they tore. They did get their kind of big-ish break by touring with Green Day, um, which was cool. Like right, kind of as Green Day was breaking. Mm-hmm. Um, again, the San Francisco thing, and also the the Lookout connection, I think helped. Yeah. But are they still a band? I think technically, um, it's like I said, it's it's more or less just been him, um, and then kind of whoever he can put together. I think um, the memoir came out maybe five or six years ago. So I don't know, like, in the intervening time. But I feel like they still would be. It still says that they are. Yeah. Oh, just... and they're on Alternative Tentacles. Yes. Or they were, at least, for a while. 2009 release, blah, blah, blah. A live DVD. That's, like, the last thing that, like, there's actually... Yeah. I think it's more, like, they'll get together. Especially for, like, they've done some different, like, pride festivals and different things. Mm-hmm. Um, they'll do things like that. And and even like it's funny it's interesting not funny or I guess more interesting to to hear him talk about like some of the types of things they would do back in like San Francisco and other places like sort of before Pride was like an official. Ooh, sort I got of a question because I don't know. There were different festivals and stuff that they Pride would as in I'm proud, or Pride as in a Pride of Lions. No, like as in like Pride Month. And... No, no, I understand what that, but like the oh. term Pride, are they borrowing it from? Oh, I like believe fine. it's to be proud. Okay. But your, the other one works too. Okay. I get, I don't know. I'm Because a lot of them was like, find your pride. Like I've. Oh, the, I see. The. The hashtag or whatever that's that thing. Well, I, cause I don't even know. Like there's, there was a meme of. This is two straight white guys talking all about all this stuff, by the way. Yeah. So sorry if we get things wrong. Yeah. Well, the whole thing is this month, every corporation is like, oh, we're going to turn our, our yeah. logo rainbow. Right. And it's like, yeah, but you donate money to anti-gay politicians. Mm-hmm. So fuck off. Yeah. Um, Nazi punks. But <laughs> <laughs> can't go there anymore. Um, aging, uh, fresh fruit for aging punk rockers. Yeah. Um, there was uh, a meme and it was like all of the logos from all these horrible sci-fi corporations. Oh yeah, yeah, like yeah. Rainbow, Teledyne, and it doesn't matter. It's, it was all Skynet. of them, and they, they yeah, 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 Skynet, yeah. and then they all became just like turn their logo rainbow. And it's like, oh, that's all I have to do. It's like, no, 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 no that's not. I want to, <laughs> I want to see Chick Fil A do it. <laughs> see yeah, what won't. happens. They won't. I know they won't, but it would be funny if they did, and then just be like, how pissed would people get? Yeah. if they did it. Don't go to Chick-fil-A. Yeah. So anyway, so that was a little bit of us trying to celebrate our, our some of our bands that we really like in the 
LGBTQ, I'm just going to shorten it to that, uh, community. Yeah. Love you guys. Why are you silent all of a sudden? (laughs) (laughs) Jesus. Anyways. Yeah. We'll see you next time. Cool. Take care. Oh, where can we, uh. Oh yeah, we gotta sell ourselves. Uh, at Two Tunes Podcast on Instagram, Two Tunes Podcast at Gmail dot com on the email, on Facebook Two Tunes Podcast, and then in the Discord. Discord, gotta talk. sell the Discord. You could talk to me and Christian. <laughs> yeah, and that's it. Cool. Is Rich not on the Discord? No. Oh man, Rich just likes Rich, listening to the as podcast. the third member. You're really letting us down. Yeah, man. You get. I mean, he <laughs> he comments to me, and it's like you're an idiot. <laughs> Pretty much is what what he tells me all yeah. the time. It's cool. like, why are you being dumb? That's not right. All right, we'll see you later. Word. Bye.